Hey everybody, welcome to the Hope Young Adults podcast where we help young adults grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm David Hurst, and I think we can all admit that nothing about this past year has been normal. In today's episode, Matt Curtis interviews Carrie White, the newest member of the Hope Young Adult Ministry team, about how the Lord has provided in the midst of a chaotic year. She even goes as far as to say that 2020 was the most profound year of her life. This episode comes from our weekly devotional series called The Feed. Uh, well, hey gang, Matt Curtis here. So happy to be here with my good friend, the great Carrie White. Carrie? Hey! Do you know what this week is? Well, I think it's a lot of things, but it is the year, one year since we, the world shut down. I mean, for us anyway. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. It is the quarantine anniversary. Like, think back 12 months, all the things that have changed. The, the I don't know, the trigger words that have popped up, the... Uh, new normal, quarant- mm-hmm. I still don't know how to spell quarantine, COVID-19, <laughs> COVID, uh, all those different elements and things that have changed and that are new. Uh, and we've endured all of that disconnected, isolated, separate, uh, mm-hmm. and really without a foundation. It's been tough. How, how mm-hmm. have the last 12 months been for the great Carrie White? I mean, I think that there's been a lot of ups and downs. I think that in the beginning of it, there was a little bit of a, my life was so crazy and so busy and so gosh, I can, I can breathe for a little bit. Yeah. And I think that that keeps going and you spend more and more time away from your people and your rhythms and, and what feels normal in a way that gives you foundation and helps you feel safe in the world. And so many of those things got taken away the longer that we were in that space. And so you end up kind of feeling like, what's up, what's down, what am I standing on? What do I do next? And I think that that is really emotionally taxing over time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It has been brutal. And I was, I mean, was just saying, like, it feels like it was a roller coaster of, I'm, I'm okay. Like, this yeah. is awesome. This is another week of spring break or whatever. Mm-hmm. I built a fence the first week of quarantine <laughs> and it's still standing and that's great hey, news. Hey, that's a win. <laughs> but then after that, I was like, okay, this is new and this is scary and it is uncertain. And then you throw into that uh, we've got what happened this summer with uh, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, mm-hmm. uh, the protests, the riots that happened. How do I feel about that? And how do I feel about that alone and disconnected? Mm-hmm. And you, on top of that, here comes fall. We've got an election and everybody's mad at everybody else. And it's culture alone is just toxic at that point. Mm-hmm. And it just feels uh, like we've been so separated and split. And uh, But we are going through this series of God's provisions, how God provides and what God provides and the resources we have access in Him, the joy, the peace, patience, community, and those different elements. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you seen God provide in your own life in the last 12 months? Yeah. I feel like it's been one of the most profound years of my life. I think in the sense that there are things that I've been asking God for for a decade or more that I've been praying for, that I've been hoping for, that I've been dreaming, that I've put out in front and said, God, I actually think this is your dream, so could you make it happen on my timeline, please? Thanks. Mm. (laughs) And, and, you know, all of those things are, are in my heart and in my mind. And wouldn't you know that the year when the world shuts down, when I literally have not a whole lot to offer, not a whole lot to do, not a whole lot that I can count as, hey, look at what I did here. That's when the Lord started mm-hmm. opening those doors and providing ways so that I can look and say, oh, gosh, this is your dream. God, this is actually your dream. And I get to step into it. And you're creating a, a way to do that. And, you know, I've been banging on those doors for a long time. And... 
and I feel like he said, okay, you know, I'm going to open this now, and, and just so that you know that it's, it's me doing it, and it's my strength, and it's my glory, and that's been really cool. That's so, let the church say amen. That's yeah. so good. One of the things that Carrie is stepping into this year is we have brought her onto our team, which we are very excited about. Carrie, what I'm is excited. your job title? My job title is Young Adult Women's Ministry Coordinator. Boom. She coordinates things for young adult <laughs> women. What does that mean? Can you, In your own words, what do you see that being? Yeah, I mean, I see it as, as ministry in the way that God's wired me to do ministry, which is such a, a gift of the Lord. Uh, and as I've been, you know, praying and listening to God's voice and saying, okay, God, what are you doing here? And, and what are you creating here and what do I get to step into and, and what does that look like for, for me and the word that he gave me was available. Uh, just being available as someone to talk to in this season where so many of us are lonely and yeah. so many of us are overwhelmed or anxious or depressed. I know all of those things well. Uh, and so just to be available as someone to process those things with and talk to you and to reach out to so that you know you're not alone. Uh, and then out of that, to be able to create um, and, and jump into, because so many of this, much of this community already exists, um, jump into being available for one another and what that looks like. I heard Joe Saxton uh, this weekend at the IF Gathering, she isn't exact, but she said something along the lines of pursue relationships that are safe enough to fall apart. Mm. And that just that spoke to my heart as um, that's what I want to be for other people. That's the kind of community I want us you know, to continue creating for one another. Uh, I think that that is that's where we meet Jesus. Uh, that's where we realize that he's our refuge and that we get to, because he's our refuge, be a refuge for one another as well, drawing closer to each other and closer to the Lord in the process. So. That's great. I mean, that's not just for women to hear. No. That's, uh, you know, culturally, <laughs> yeah. man, God, manly, manliness in culture is that you don't engage any kind of brokenness. Mm -hmm. We don't have fake it till you make it. Uh, make sure you've got biceps and you eat steak and jerky and do a push-up or two, and then you are a man. And in reality, within the context of the church or relationship mm -hmm. with Jesus, if we're not willing to go vulnerable and, and be broken and be deep and let God heal that, um, yeah. then we're not engaging what a relationship with Jesus really looks like mm -hmm. or others in real community. And that's our desire for mm -hmm. young adult ministry, that we would have men and women who have a space where they can fall apart. Uh, where they could be honest, uh, vulnerable, and, and really just go deep and engage emotion. Maybe even for the first time, fellas. I'm right there with you. Emotion makes me very uncomfortable. It's scary. Uh, yeah. It's overwhelming. You feel, sometimes you feel like, you're, is this going to swallow me, and will I come out the other side? Absolutely. And for, I mean, I don't know, if I can't say for all fellas, but for me, for sure, it is like an awareness. I don't even mm. want to be, I don't know how I feel about things. It's not that important. I've got other things to do move on and God doesn't care. And the reality is we can't be healthy. We can't thrive in pandemic. We can't mm -hmm. be resilient. We can't accomplish the things. We can't even wait faithfully like you've waited for 10 years or banging on <laughs> doors to open up. We can't do those things faithfully if we're not willing to really uh, sit, listen to God um, and be vulnerable with community. And that's what we want. Um, for you guys. That's what we want for each of us. That's what we want our team to model and represent. So we're excited mm -hmm. about where God's taking us all in that season. Um, we do have, I mean, we've gone through this season of provisions and we're mm -hmm. talking about how God provides and things like that. And I think in my own life, one of the things that uh, was really just kind of expressed through quarantine and through COVID is I wasn't engaging God. I was trying to control things. I was trying to control how I felt. I was trying to 
you know, provide for my family or do my job or whatever, show up looking like I'm healthy. Uh, and somebody brought it to my attention, man, you're really not seeking the kingdom of God. You're not seeking his righteousness because that verse, Matthew 6, says he will provide for all of your needs. Mm -hmm. So when we talk through this series on the feed uh, about the provisions of God and the things he provides, he provides everything that we need when we are seeking him first. Uh, and one of the things I think in this season, season of isolation, I mean, who knows what's going on in your own life. Maybe you were supposed to graduate and there was no graduation. Maybe you were supposed to get married and there was no ceremony that you expected. Uh, and all of those things have been adaptable. Um, and Jesus, out of the mouth of Jesus, he says, come to me, you who are weary and burdened. And if you have not been burdened in the last 12 months, you have not been paying attention to those things. So mm -hmm. there's so much hope uh, in that. What are some things, um, well, one more thing. I think this is, I do want to say this. Uh, I kind of buried the lead. Um, <laughs> one of the things that we're very excited about Carrie being on our team with is she's even speaking directly to you ladies. Uh, we wanted you to hear that from us. Like uh, I was having a conversation with one of my pastor buddies who's preparing a, a Good Friday sermon and an Easter sermon. And uh, he said, man, there's two, there's women both at the cross. They're the last ones to leave. And then there's women at the tomb, first ones. And I don't know that the church has done a great job of identifying that. The church is, wants to say, well, ladies, we need more from you. And we want to say as a ministry, we're here for you. We support you. We see you. We want to provide spaces for you. So we're very excited uh, that you're here and super grateful. Um, I'm excited too. Nah, it's so good. Uh, what are some things we can uh, ask people to step into? I think in, you know, even in these times, quarantine, churches start opening up. Uh, Carrie's been vaccinated like three times. Like <laughs> I'm going to be at all the things. <laughs> Um, so one thing we want to tell you about is Night of Worship. March 21st, every month, third Sunday of the month through May, we've got a, a young adult Night of Worship. This month, the great pastor David Hurst will be bringing a message. We're super excited about that. The worship team is going to be there. Uh, really providing an environment for you to engage others, but also to engage the Father. And uh, we're very excited about that. That is at the Raleigh campus, 7 p.m. Go to gethope.net slash young adult, uh, to reserve a ticket. I say that with no confidence. That's the website. <laughs> Go to that and get it. Uh, what else we have going on? So we have a late night, which I went to for the first time last week on Thursday, and it was awesome. It is after the Thursday night service at the Raleigh campus each week. So whenever the service is over, so about 8, 8.15, up in the loft, uh, it's really just a time to connect with one another. And I met so many people and got to have really great conversations and, you know, jump into some lunches with people the next week because everyone was so welcoming and um, so it's really about that. What does it look like to be together again and to lift one another up in that space? Um, there's some questions about the sermon, but if you aren't able to make it to the service, you can still come and jump in and, and you'll be able to, to relate. And uh, we prayed for each other. We spent some time praying for each other, which was really powerful. And I'm looking forward to coming back again on Thursday. So. It's been so great. If you've been around our ministry and you're familiar with what happened uh, with Breakfast in the Loft, it's that, but we have a little bit more time. We can, mm -hmm. we can have a little bit deeper conversations. We can connect. We challenge you to sit with people you don't know as we're in the season of rebuilding community. And really that community, what's the Greek word? 
Oikos. Oikos. That community is family. Oikos is a Greek word for family. We read that this morning. Don't worry about it. We don't know Greek. It's, it's cool. I know. Uh, the final thing we want to tell you about is every second Saturday, we partner with the Ship of Zion, which is a church in Southeast Raleigh, and they do something called Community Day. That's where uh, they get food, fresh produce, meat, uh, bread, milk, cheese, all those things. They set up stations in the middle of the street and families that are in need in Southeast Raleigh just kind of drive through, pick those things up. So we get to rub shoulders with folks from Southeast Raleigh. We get to serve people from Southeast Raleigh. Uh, and it's just a great action step to be a part of change in the community. We do a great job at Hope, loving people where they are, encouraging them to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ in the context of our church building. And we want this ministry to be one that also is in the streets, also is meeting new people uh, and engaging the community. So we're very excited about that. That is every second Saturday, um, 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, in Southeast Raleigh. Let us know if you're interested in that. And the end. We're super excited. Uh, Carrie, you mind closing us in a quick prayer? I would love to. All right. Jesus, we are so grateful that you call us your own. Grateful that we are not, but you are. We're grateful that in the times and spaces where we feel like not enough, we feel like we might be going crazy in our own heads and the only ones that that is happening to. Uh, like we're overwhelmed and don't know where to turn. Like we're not sure what's up or down or left or right. Uh, God, that you go ahead of us. You know what is forward and you know the next step that we need to take. And I just pray that in those times and spaces where we feel uh, weak and we feel empty, uh, we feel overwhelmed, that we would train ourselves to turn our eyes to you, that we would look to nothing else first, uh, but to turn our eyes to you and to learn how to trust you and, and to walk through the process of what it looks like to hear your voice and know uh, that you are with us and to practice your presence and follow you uh, one step at a time. And I thank you that you hold out your hand to us. I thank you that you pull us up to our feet, that you give us hope and light and joy. Uh, and God, we pray that we would keep holding on and keep waiting uh, in those seasons where we don't feel those things. Uh, I just pray that uh, your presence, your tangible presence would be felt and known uh, today through all of those who are listening through each one of us. God, we love you and we're so grateful that you've brought us together in this community and we are very excited to see what you are going to do with it. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. We'll catch you next week at The Feed. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in learning more about our ministry, head over to gethope.net slash youngadult. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so we can stay connected. 